Welcome to the African Intel Affairs podcast series. Happy to be here with uh, Madam Josephine Bosede Aluko, uh, who is a criminal intelligence analyst at the Drug Enforcement Agency of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, and also has served in an investigative capacity prior to this role, but now also known as the president of Nigeria's chapter of the International Association for Law Enforcement Intelligence Analysts. Josephine, thank you for making the time to join us. Thank you, Filani. Thank you for having me. All right. And I'm happy to be with you. <laughs> yes. So without much further ado, uh, I would like to ask you, um, so what prompted the foundation of the Nigeria chapter of the International Association of Law Enforcement Intelligence Analysts? And um, why, why exactly was Nigeria interested um, in having this chapter as professionals in intelligence analysis, uh, analysis in the country? Um, thank you for the question. I'll start by saying, initially, I don't know anything about Alia, but during our training in 2014, we had some uh, foreign counterparts coming to Nigeria. We have people from INL, we have the UNODC, but precisely the, U, the INL, United States of America through their embassy, they had some consultants in Nigeria that came to the agency in collaboration for going from you know, a reactive way of um, policing to being proactive. So the training was proposed and people were drawn from different agencies like the police, the custom, the National Finance Investigation Unit, that's NFIU, the EFCC, and um, the custom services, including my agency, National Drug Law Enforcement Agency. So we came in batches and had this training. And after the training, some of our instructors were members of um, ALIA, that's the International Association of Law Enforcement Intelligence Analysts. So during the training, we were taught different um, parts of intelligence, you know, at the end of the training, um, we are like, okay, which way forward? And some of the instructors now told us for you to go deep in your intelligence analysis. There is not enough for you to just be at your local level, working as an analyst that you need to network and you know, connect with other people, learn from experts that has been on the field of intelligence with long years of experience. So we're introduced to that. And finally, in 2016, because Alia used to have a yearly conference, they hold yearly conference and they do training, they do certification. So we were opportuned, five of us from our agency were opportuned to go for that training. And when we were at the training, I saw the importance of them. Um, networking, you know, seeing people from different countries coming together, 
with experience. You know, it was my first time in the conference in the US and we networked, we met a lot of people. So there and then I had this passion that, why can't we have a chapter in Nigeria? I saw that they had chapter in Washington, chapter in, in Mexico, in Brazil, you know, in Canada, in Colombia. You know, I was like, Nigeria too can do something. And we went to meet the, we met up with the international director of Alia. And we had a discussion, a roundtable discussion with him. And he said, it's possible. And why not? But they have criteria of you starting a chapter in your country. And the criteria is that one single agency can't start a chapter in that particular country. That you have to have about two agencies and you have to have at least 10 people to come together before you can start a chapter. That when the condition is met, then the chapter can be ratified and you can start up with the certification that will be given to that country. And when we came back to our home country, and we met up with all the people we were together with in the course that we attended, the police, the NFIU, some of them were not in our location. So through phone calls, this is what we have in mind. We wrote to Alia, Alia gave us the go ahead, but we had to meet the condition. And somehow we met that condition. We came together. Those that couldn't be physically present gave their consents you know, through phone calls, through emails. And the meeting was set for the inauguration of the Nigerian chapter. And there it was done. About 19 of us started the chapter. We finished and sent the report to Alia. Alia considered it and then they gave us the go ahead to start chapter. So here we are, Alia Nigerian chapter, known as the first African chapter to be inaugurated. So this is a very interesting story and obviously to be the first um, um, chapter in, in Africa is breaking new ground, nothing short of breaking new ground. Um, which leads me on to the next question because apart from the whole networking aspect, I am aware that the International Association does quite a lot of extensive work in terms of professional certification and training regimen and you've already spoken about you know these wide and and inter-organizational um collaborations towards training so i don't know if you could expound on on the types of trainings and professional certifications and and um and exactly their value that they would be to uh, pros prospective law enforcement agencies all over the continent thank you very much um, Alia International, like they have um, their own basic objective. They have about uh, five basic objectives, advocacy, training, certification, networking, professionalism, and research. That's six objectives. So what they do, they build on these objectives for members. For advocacy, you know, they advocate on behalf of their members 
like the training you talk about, they do a lot of training for someone that is new to intelligence analysis. There's this um, training they run for newbies, newbies, like a um, foundation of intelligence analysis. It's called FIAT. That's what it's called. They do it for the new Intel analysts. And as you advance from that FIAT, you do the advanced training, then the certification follows. The certification is um, called SICA, that's certified intelligence analysis. That's certified criminal intelligence analyst. It's called SICA. And um, I think they, every two years you renew the membership, you get a lot of um, information on the Alia website. But in training, they are doing a lot, a lot in training. From my personal experience, I've been to the um, conference about three times. And when you go for the conference, you, they have different trainings, different sections that you have to, that you have to be, you have to attend. And you meet experienced instructors, people that are on the field of intelligence analysis, people in the military, people in the police, FBI, all of them come together, you know, to train us train uh, the members. They have room for non-members, but for the training, you pay a fee, which is subsidized for members. For non-members, you pay more. The training is, is wide and is yearly. It keeps you as an analyst to get abreast with new technologies in the use of new tools in intelligence analysis. And being a Nigerian chapter, we had, we had a plan for 2020, if not for the, the pandemic, we would have had an African regional conference in order to bring Alia home to our own continent for our members who could not make it to the US to get that same international training. But the whole thing was halted because of the COVID breakout. So Alia is doing a lot. In terms of training, I will give it to them 100%. They are doing a lot. And they do a lot in terms of mentorship too. They have people, they pair you with people that can mentor you in order for you to grow as an analyst so that you can reach that level of experience that some of them has had. I believe Alia has a, they have a big heart in order to offer trainings where we are lacking, because the training has different dimension. Like um, when we went for training, there's this part of Excel for law enforcement. You know, they take you on training on how to use Excel for your call detail records, how to analyze call detail records using Excel, using the featuring, using pivot table, which I never knew. But when I went for that conference, I was taught how to do it. And coming back home, you give back to your members who couldn't be part of the training. So I'll say Alia is doing a lot, lot right, in terms so of training. 
So which, which, which definitely leads me into the next question because we've spoken about the benefits and about the trainings and the whole background to, to, uh, to, to how the chapter started and so on and so forth. But now I want to ask a much broader question because uh, since 2014, you've been engaged in a variety of trainings, including uh, being engaged with uh, the IALEIA. Um, so which leads on to wanting to understand that what, as someone who is very well immersed as a practitioner and a professional, uh, in the drug enforcement agency of your country that what what exactly would you have to say about the adoption of intelligence-led policing in the country like how is like 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 you know especially when we look at impact of you know these initiatives and the introduction of these training mechanisms etc cetera, etc cetera, to try and assess the impact um in terms of Nigeria's intelligence-led policing front, because there's many countries which, um, like you said from the very beginning, have this reactive uh, mode of policing instead of a proactive. So I want to know uh, how much of an impact that you are seeing and assessing as someone who is an analyst. Thank you very much. Intelligence-led policing is it's a song that most country is really singing now. Because in time past, a lot of people, they don't take cognizance of um, using intelligence analysis in cracking their cases, especially investigators. When like you have a case, you've gotten the statement of the suspect, the suspect is being taken to court, is being prosecuted and probably given a jail term. To some it ends there with intelligence-led policing or intelligence-led operation, you have to go further because that suspect or criminal has a network. It doesn't work alone. They have a criminal gang. They have a criminal enterprise that you need to crack and you need to break it one after the other. So intelligence-led policing is a standpoint that helps as an analyst, from my experience, it has helped us a lot to give lead way to investigators in order for them to be able to crack their cases. Intelligence-led policing is multidimensional because it leads you into the communication analysis. You have to now check the communication, the phone calls through the, uh, you get the communication data record from the service provider. You analyze the calls the site where that call was made, it will help you to map out the area where crime mostly takes place. Then the finance aspect, you have to now check into the financial aspect of the suspect, maybe the bank statement. Through intern analysis, you'll be able to do that. It gives you edge to be able to go deeper into the cases. And at the end of the day, you have enormous evidence to show in court instead of hypothesis, hypothesis, hypothesis that has not been proven or that you need evidence to knock them out. From my experience, intelligence-led operation has been very, 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 very helpful. You'll be able to trace and know the trend. You study the trend of the criminal gangs. You study the commodity flow, how the, the commodity, since it's drugs, how it goes from one place to the other 
the country is coming from, you know, intelligence-led policing is just the main thing. I believe is the main is the main concept that law enforcement agencies should, you know, delve into these days. But one challenge I see most times people have not really imbibed this concept of intelligence-led policing, especially the senior ones up there. They feel that you are trying to pry into privacy. But I believe when we work together as an agency, sister agency, collaboration, networking, it will really, really help us to go a long way because that is intelligence-led policing. Because when you are intelligence-led, you have less casualty, you have less losses, and your resources are channeled properly. So intelligence-led policing is very important and it has really helped the agency a lot, a lot. And it's still helping us in that light. All right, so um, which brings me to the last thing that I would like for um, us to reflect on. Uh, you've done quite a lot of work to, uh, you know, to break headway and be the first to, to be the first from our continent to sign up to this international association and really um, pounce on the opportunity for capacity building because everything you've spoken about throughout has been about the importance of capacity building. So yes. um, your advice to other countries who may not have thought um, on one particular angle about intelligence policing, but also um, may not know the benefit of um, deliberately pursuing membership of the International Association of Law Enforcement Intelligence Analysts. What is your advice to sort of pip them, to encourage them and uh, um, the perceived benefits, especially if some of those particular entities might not have um, intelligence analysis factored into their code of practice? Oh, thank you very much. Even if Alia is known as an association that deals with intelligence analysis. Alia is open to people, especially in law enforcement and some private sector that works in, that has to do with security. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you should be an analyst to become a member of Alia. As someone in law enforcement, you can be a member. Someone that works in a private security company or agency can also be a member. Like during the training, we had people from Walmart. Walmart is a very big mall in the US and it's, it's just a mall, but they have security section. So some of their members are members of Alia because they need to learn a lot about security. Alia is vast. Even when we were there, they will teach you about terrorism. I don't have anything to do with terrorism, but you learn is diverse, they are dynamic. So my advice to people not factored into intelligence field, you can come in, you can learn. The world is a very big place to learn. You learn new ideas. You don't know when it will pay off for you to use it. And Alia has a lot of benefit for members. One, you get their journals, you'll be able to write and they publish it in their journals. They have the Intel scope that they publish monthly. They have um, 
there's also room for scholarship. There's, I've, I'm a Bennett, I'm, I've been a beneficiary of the scholarship through essay writing. They just give it to two people every year. And I was the first African beneficiary of that scholarship. So there, there's no discrimination. If you are good, you are good. Then there's um, another scholarship for your words. If you have a child in the university, there's this open scholarship. They sent in essay and they pay their tuition fee for I think a year or so about uh, some amount of dollars that they give. So there are lots of benefits and you have opportunity if you, if you are somebody that is like a scholar, you do research and all sorts like that. You're given opportunity to be one of the presenter during the training. Nigeria in 2018, we had one of our member that had a presentation. It was part of the presenters, the speakers during the training in um, California in 2018. So the opportunity is wide. It's just for you to be a member and you just explore the opportunity which are always available. Thank you. Well, thank you very much, Madam Josephine. I really appreciate having this moment with you and I look forward to hopefully uh, those who have had the opportunity to listen in that they will um, embrace this because of the types of uh, criminal activity we are seeing, which uh, have international linkages. And as you say, the need for intelligence-led policing is growing every single day because Africa is also tapping into the digital age and there's a lot of crisscrossing. And yes, I know that you may not be a an expert on terrorism as such, but uh, we're starting to see the way that terrorist organizations yes. are also implicated in, 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 in very international and transnational organized uh, criminal yes. networks. So, um, the work that is being done is important and uh, we definitely hope that those in policy positions and those uh, who are directors of specific agencies uh, take up this message. Thank you for your time. Yo, thank you too. I'm grateful. Thank you for having me. Bye. <laughs>